0: Oh, babies, gentlemen
1: thank you irene thank
0: you irene oh rich we're even gonna get some people in the background this is gonna be beautiful
1: good morning can you hear me
0: yes good morning richard how are you
1: who's that beautiful lady behind
2: you you watch your tongue bill
0: it's his mother, yes.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, life on the road is Sucks. difficult uh, to do anything.
0: Going to a, to a wedding for five days is difficult, you dumbass. Why would you do such a thing?
2: There's like four parties in between, and I have a, a baby daughter that did not sleep in the same room as, as people in the hotel. So, uh, fuck you, Ray.
0: All right, fair enough. You look beautiful. You look wide awake. You look like you got your beauty sleep. You look great, right?
2: Uh, yeah, I also decided to pull a bill and uh, go and see some heavy metal '90s band last night till midnight. So I'm making all bad decisions, but whatever. I'm here.
1: Live music is live music. You never miss a chance to go see some live music. Yeah, especially after pandemic, you gotta get
2: you gotta get the. Uh, this w- actually it was, fucking awesome. It was a four piece like heavy metal '90s band, and the lead guitarist. Had a legitimate eye patch, nice. dude. I love it. <laughs> nice. Eye patch black. You would like this, right? Black, um, wife beater, oh, and then Bill. Yeah. I feel like you're right on this. He had camo uh cargo pants, so it was Whoa. and an eye patch. Yeah, I mean, obviously the eye patch took the cake and he was oh, just like yeah.
1: sh- stop shredding. They just turned him down in the mix because like he wouldn't stop shredding. <laughs> if you have if you have an eye patch, you have free reign to shred whenever the fuck you want. Oh, yeah, name, yeah. Who, who's gonna fuck with a guy in an eye patch? No one. You don't know really. how he lost that eye. He could have got stabbed in that fucking eye. Yeah, you never. He's know. basically a pirate. I asked him after the show. I went up, was
2: like, um, I had to find out if it was real. So I was like, "Good show, man. You guys sounded awesome." And by the way, is and he was very thankful and like smiling, which you wouldn't expect from a guy with an eye patch. Mm-mm. But then, as soon as I was like, "I gotta know, man, is it real? Like, is the eye patch real?" He hated that question. He did not like me asking that question. So I got away very quickly. <laughs> so it's probably
1: fake no he was like it's real it looked legit it looked it was like canvas it did he flip cool. it up no I no. have to see under that patch yeah. I want to see what he's worked with is it just a gaping hole like Ray's mom's pussy or is it like you know, something different.
0: Hold on. Let me get the ledger. Oh, you got it, Rich? Yeah. <laughs> All
2: right. uh, this is 905AA. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Simple Minds Sports Show. Monday headlines as we record at Saturday morning um, because of reasons we don't have to get into. My fault. Uh, and actually, Bill's
1: fault, too. No, just your fault. No, oh, it's, okay. it's both of ours. I got a Sox game tomorrow morning. Yeah, Bill's excuse is
0: better than yours being at a five-day fucking wedding weekend festivity.
1: He's so mad about this. I am. Hey, when my best friend got married, I took five days off. But that's you. If you're a trash kid. You just got <laughs> trash f- the whole time. <laughs> for festivities. Hey, man, when you're someone gets married and if you're in the wedding, a lot of shit that goes on. Anyone who gets married on a Sunday is a loser. Yeah, what a dick. You're welcome. Ray,
2: Ray what day did you get married? Sunday. <laughs> welcome to Zoom, my sports show. Monday <laughs> headlines. I don't know. July 50th. Um... We, uh, If you're listening on the podcast, subscribe, rate, review. If you're watching on YouTube, please do the same. Uh, welcome to the show. Here's, here's my notes for today. Here's mine. They're on a scrap piece of paper um, that I got the lady at the front desk to write down the Wi-Fi password on my way to my mom's uh, hotel room. <laughs> there's a there's a line for you. Um, of course, whenever we are together at 9 a.m. on Saturdays, we're drinking White Birch Brewing as wow what is that can you got there right oh this is their new golden lager
0: four percenter a crushable beer that you can get down there now and purchase but supplies are limited because when i was there thursday dave said this is all they have left and i think there was like six four packs left so get down there as fast as you can
2: that thing's got a screaming eagle and a america fuck yeah going so, all over that. so
0: is that woman in your I'm own ride some, room. i'm gonna kick some ass <laughs>
2: Yeah, man. <laughs> this whole show is just going well, mean, to. Sh- they're making fun of you. <laughs>
1: just,
2: she said, I don't give a shit. I called her a beautiful lady. <laughs> That's true. Uh, White Birch Brewing is in Nashville, New Hampshire. Ray, address please. 460 Amherst Street. The good side of Amherst Street. Get down there, get your golden screaming eagle rods. What, uh, what are they called? Sorry. What are they? Golden lager. Oh, wow. Wait, did you get a hat too? And I bought one for my friend wow look at the uh look at the camaraderie here you see that no bill? trucker see no that? trucker hats huh
0: no trucker hats bill nah.
2: Ooh, you can keep it right uh if you uh, <laughs> see the uh, cans also in the uh, stores around near you, your local beer store please pick it up wherever you get it some um, simple minds boys sent you white birch brewing um all right we're gonna do hockey uh fast and uh long or early and long what's that saying doesn't matter. No, no. Uh, Bruins officially signed Taylor Hall. We talked about this last week, but that deal comes in pretty much what we uh, talked about with $6 million AAV. Four years is the one for me that I love. Uh, four years, $24 million, getting Taylor Hall back.
1: Bill? Love it. Love the move. Need a, you need the left wing. Again, it solidifies your second line. Left winger. You know what I mean? You got a limited no-trade movement. I don't know. I think it's 10 or 12 teams. You didn't get a full – Full trade. But I mean, yeah, four years, I, lo- I like the shorter term deal. You know, I was kind of out on him at the five or six year range. So I think a perfect three to four year deal. And at six million, I mean, you're fourth on the team now, coming behind Marshawn, Passnack, and Bergeron. I mean, that's a, to me, that's a steal. I thought he was going to get a. He could have got a little bit more money if you think about. It, he had eight goals in the sixteen games that he played last year. It's roughly a forty-one goal pace that he was on, kind of in the regular season. I know he kind of dipped in the in the postseason, but I mean that you know the whole team kind of shit the bed, so I'm not going to lay it on him. He had kind of, kind of three goals, but yeah, they you know that's the trend in the playoffs that, that these teams are shutting down the, the top two lines, and the Bruins are kind of losing. But yeah, I mean bringing Hall back is good. I mean he, he said all good things in the in the press conference, which was nice. He wanted to be here. He want he knew by what game five. I think he was five games in the da- in Boston. He's like, this is where I want to on a pl- play. You know, I think we all kind of agreed it was a wink, wink, hush, hush deal when they made the trade from Buffalo. But I mean, now it's official. Now, now you can start addressing some other needs that you desperately need on this team.
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely he. I don't know if the Bruins lucked out with this because they've created the environment that people want to come to, but Taylor Hall's the biggest name by far over the years of
1: guys that want, that we've heard want to come to Boston who has made his way here. Yeah. Jerome McGill. was huge, but he spurred that. Yeah. He was the end of his career. Yeah. With prime player. Yeah. So
2: yeah, I mean, this guy's 29 years old, a former MVP two, three years ago. Um, and, you know, he looked lights out in, in the regular season for them when he come over just in the 16-game sample. Um, yeah, I think you and I differ a little bit on the, what he could have gotten in the market, Bill. I think with the way the market's shaping up, uh, the cap not moving, uh, we're seeing cap casualties kind of all over the place. Um, combine that with what he showed in Buffalo and just kind of his track record. I don't know if he was getting much more over seven, seven and a half. That's yeah, still that's where
1: in. I'm in. I think seven and seven between seven and eight, I thought he could have got and I don't mean to cut you up, but I think he could have got that on the open market. So that seven yeah. and a half range was, you know, I mean it's again, it's a bargain for Hall. To and me, it's, it's the years.
2: To me, yeah. the four years is perfect. I mean a, a guy with a track record of quitting on his team you don't want, I don't want in here a 6 8 year deal so no
1: um
2: yeah that's a that's a win for the Bruins let's see how it goes I think that his line mate should probably be next in David Krejci um speaking of nod nod wink winks so you have to think that um uh, everyone was kind of in line with bringing, bringing the crew back there, Ray, right? um, in terms of bringing Krejci back. I've said that it's time to move on from him. I'm still kind of for that. But if you can't find anybody to fill that second-line uh, center position, you got to do something. I mean, I'd give Charlie Coyle a shot, but then who plays your third line? You know, you're, you're low on center. So if Krejci wants to come back for a few mil or, or minimum, is what i try to bring him back on, uh, I think you have to now, especially with Taylor Hall back in the fold.
0: And also, during Taylor Hall's press conference, he said Krejci didn't play a factor into him signing back. So, and like we said on the other sh- uh, Friday show, Bill, uh, Krejci hasn't been talking to the Bruins. No one's heard from Krejci's camp. So, no one really knows what's going on, if he's going to go to Russia or Czech, wherever he's from. Czech Republic. Or, yeah. To play. So, yeah, I mean, you have that money. You're getting a hometown discount pretty much for Taylor Hall. Go out there and see what you can get for a second-line center. I think you should go all for broke, you know. Stanley Cup like or bust this year. You have to do it with this core. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and there's rumors, you know, I think I said it in our text last night, Christian Dvorak from uh, Arizona used to play with Taylor Hall. He's a 25-year-old center, can play left wing. You know, he had 17 goals last year in 56 games, you know, four out of the five years he's been in the league. It's, you know, over 15 goals. He's had a lot of experience playing with Taylor Hall down there in Arizona, you know, and it sounds like Arizona's completely blowing shit up, you know, and he's going to be – he could be a good good trade target. I think he signed for another four years at, you know, the 4.4 range somewhere in that four to four – 4.4 4.4 4 range. I mean, those are the type of guys you want. You know, I, I I don't necessarily hate Charlie Coyle moving up to the second line. I think, you know, if you give him some talent, I think you, you, you've you seen what he was done when, you know, even Danton Heinen and, and uh, Marcus Johansson in that 2019 run, they were your best line in the Stanley Cup. I mean, I believe Charlie Coyle was number one or number two in goals for the Bruins in the He's Stanley Cup. He was the Cups. best player on that run. I mean, yeah, he opinion, really was. The playoffs, he was their best player. And you see why they signed him. I think last year, maybe we'll, we'll just the short season outlier. I think he had a broken kneecap or a torn ligament in his knee that he kind of played, played through the whole season. So I'm hoping that's, you know, just a bad season related to that, but he was also
2: dragging fucking anchors.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, no, it's no, for sure.
2: Nick Ritchie had a good season um, on the power play, but you look at the way Charlie Coyle plays. I mean, he's big and fast. He's always good when he's got fast wingers on his side. Uh, Now, Dabrowski is fast. But he's the Mighty Ducks guy. He can't stop. He can't just flies. Find- <laughs> Luis. He just flies out as fast as he can in the ice. Misses the goal with the puck. And table talky player. On the board. So table hockey th- player. I'm with you. I mean, you're paying this guy six and a half mil a year for six years. At, Five and a half. You know, at some point. Um it is similar to the to the young left shot defenseman. You gotta give these guys opportunities to showcase what they can do. Now, if this Christian DeVork is available and the Bruins can get him and not break the bank to get him, yeah, sure, I'm in on a 25-year-old all-star caliber center. Of course, I'm in on that. Um, but if you can't get someone like, like, like that to fill that role, then oh Jesus. If you can't uh, look at her, lovely.
0: <laughs> hello, ma'am.
2: Uh, hello, uh, lady. <laughs> Right in the mid, like that was wearing my backswing, mom. Um, anyway, <laughs> no, it's not your
1: fault. It's their fault. That was never gonna pass with them. <laughs> they said, no, but I mean, I, but to back up your point, Rich, you're not. You're putting them with some talent. You know, he looked okay with Craig Smith early in that, you know, early in the season last year, Smith's kind of the same guy, physical speed. You know, you saw what he done. He he could do with Krejci and Hall, slide Charlie Coyle in there. And if you can go out and get Dvorak, you can play him at center or left wing, depending on where you really want to play him. So, I mean, that you could, even if you break Krejci back, this is a guy you could target and you slide right in that left wing next to Charlie Coyle on that third line center. You know, that's, that's huge right there too. I mean, that's giving him more talent because Andre Koscik, Jake Debrusque, Nick Ritchie, Lars Lazar, Wagner, Corrali. None of these guys deserve to be playing with Coyle. And I know we had a shit season, but he's still got the talent. And you see why they signed him. So I mean, you got to at least build around, you know, you got your second line intact. You got your first line now, build that third line out, and then just throw whatever you can at that fourth line. But yeah, go out and make a move. I know you don't have a lot of assets. You're the 30th ranked organization as far as your minor league system goes right now. So I mean, I don't know why you can move. Hopefully you can move some guys off the active roster. Nick Ritchie, maybe Kashik DeBrust, those are the type of guys. I mean, like I like I said, that's Arizona... why they signed?
0: sorry for interrupting you. You think that's why they signed them though? Like put the uh tender offer on them?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, then now you can go to arbitration. So if you wanted to not do it, you could just outright not gave them the offer and then they're free agents instead of the restrictive free agents. So oh, yeah. I think it was just more of like a, you know, a procedural move. You know, they're race some...
2: race. I think I'm I mean I'm I might be inclined to agree with you Sorry to of cut you off bill um, with you, Ray, in terms of bringing cash back on a $2 million deal, extending an offer to Richie for two and a half. You don't have assets. These guys are young. Maybe they're not great, but if you get them on a low price deal, you can throw them in, in a trade package as some type of value as yeah. some type of fodder to, to kind of move and take on a, a high priced, um, you know, high priced guy that someone's trying to get rid of because that's where you're at as the Bruins, you know, you're, you're a team that, um, especially if you can dump that bag at dicks to brusque. You got four million extra, you know, you're at a thirty million dollar cap space, you got a 30 rank, 30th rank system, but you got 30 million dollars to spend. So that's your bargaining chip, that's your negotiation. Dump some of your low-end talent, the richies, the cash's, the whoever on, on your bottom six, and go bring me a Dvorak or bring me bring me, bring me young high-end talent to uh, to fill the gaps that you have sucked uh, in the draft. Uh, bringing into this team over the last several years
1: yeah That's and funny. even you know i know we're going to touch on it a second but even your first round pick you know last night you know left wait, wing wait
2: bill let's get into the nhl draft on friday night that happened uh take us start us with the bruins and then uh let us know any surprises that may have jumped out at you
1: uh they took an 18 year old swede uh left wing Fabian unders- lasalle undersized five ten. Could develop into a top six forward. He's got a lot of skill. I believe he was number ninth ranked inter- international skater. They picked him, I believe, at 25. 21. 21, sorry. So, I mean, you know, he kind of fell a little bit. Um, again, it's a guy that's not going to really help out for another Two, three, four years, you know, he's going to stay over there in the Swedish league. He only averaged seven and a half minutes of ice time last year. And I think he had what, three points, three goals, nine, nine points total. So, I mean, you you really need to add to a lot of size. And I, I'm never huge on these um, European kids because I think the Europeans play a pussy game of hockey, especially the Swedes and, you know, in the Finnish a la Tuka Rask. I mean, we, we've seen, you know, some of these, these Swedish guys, JFK, they, they drafted in the second round a few years ago. He he couldn't cut it in the NHL and he, he bailed back to Sweden. So, I mean, some of these later round, you know, late first round pick European guys, I'm not a huge fan of. I would have liked to see him kind of get a North American player, truthfully, maybe, you know, out of the junior hockey league, a, a guy that could probably has played in, in better leagues. You know, I don't, I'm not a huge fan, fan of that Swedish and I think if I'm not mistaken it was the minor leagues, the Swedish minor league team so we'll see. I mean I don't know a ton about them. I don't know a ton of the prospects in the NHL draft truthfully. I don't follow a lot of the international player in the college hockey game but Ooh, you know, I got, you, I got, I got one Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Uh, the 31st pick by the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, yeah. They yep. selected Logan Malu. I don't know if I'm saying that correct, but he is a 18 <laughs> year old who asked all of the NHL uh, teams not to draft him due to the fact that in uh, Sweden last year he got uh, charged with sexual assault or offense. Sexual offense.
1: He filmed two people fucking consensually. No,
0: no, no, no. He fucked him. He filmed him getting himself out and uh showed all his all teammates, right, either, either all his teammates and stuff and I, I think it went onto the web like social media somehow and she went to the police and filed a report against him and he asked everyone please don't select me and the montreal canadian said no 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 you're coming to us <laughs> he's
1: got a lot of talent though i mean you could have
0: been a top 10 pick but because of this offense that he said he dropped him in the uh good on, of, good on Montreal. good on montreal i mean
1: between the legs it's got kind of bullshit man. You 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 film yourself fucking your old lady. I mean, of course. Hey, dude, check he out this bitch. A,
0: he wasn't a girl. That wasn't his girlfriend. It was just some girl he met on Tinder. I think.
1: Oh, even better. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, Tinder's made to fuck hookers. Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> to, like, if you're meeting, hold on. If you're meeting on Tinder and you're fucking in the first couple days, come on, come on. Uh, yeah, that's a wild. I mean,
2: first of all, wild move by that kid asking people not to draft him because. Was he ashamed that this would come out? Like, it, it was, he was, he didn't want the uh, the shame on his family's name that's going to come up at some so point. Me, no me what, too if movement. You, if you ever get drafted, look, man, like, don't worry. <laughs> you filmed someone and someone didn't like it. Uh, but the Montreal Canadiens just completely saying fuck that or taking you anyway. It was pretty hilarious. Yeah, and it's not
1: like he did it, like, secretly. Like, he legit filmed it. And then she just got pissed that he showed his friends. I wonder if thank she was like God 17. She must have been thank, underage. Well, he was only thank 18. We, uh, I think he was underage
0: yeah. at the time, too. Because he was 18 we, this year when he got drafted. So she must have been underage as well. So
1: Yeah.
2: Thank God we didn't grow up in the social media age. That's all I have to say. The other thing, too, um, real
0: quick, is the University of Michigan made history with the first four Four top, top four players. Well, the first two picks were from Michigan. And then, I think, 10th and 21st. Or no, not 21st, because we were 21st. 20th or something like that. Twenty-four, sorry
1: i thought they went one two three four it
0: was five so the first two picks owen powers was number one and then maddie beaners to Seattle kraken and then the number four yeah, pick kent johnson number five to columbus and mackie Samskovich, number 24 to florida so yeah five picks in the first in the top round
1: for a team that didn't even make the finals in the
0: nope no NCAA team has ever had three current players taken the first round, nor had teammates been selected among the top five in the same year. So they made history last night.
1: They're all pretty young too. I don't expect them to really do. I anything. mean, they're, Except they're for that Owen
0: Powers kid. I think he was the one that they're saying he could uh, legit play this year.
1: He's 18 though. I mean, he was a freshman in college. Uh, Powers and then um, Berniers. Again, he's another 18-year-old center. Yeah out there in Michigan. So you you would expect them. I mean, uh John Beecher's up there in Michigan too, if I'm not mistaken. you know, he he missed the year with the shoulder injury up there. So I mean, Michigan's building a, a good program. Beecher was what, nineteen overall pick in two thousand nineteen or two thousand twenty. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that's a good run, good run of a decent players for, for Seattle. I mean, uh for Michigan in, in Again, it's just the any it's like the MLB draft some of these guys you get the you know once in a generation guys that make the jump right away 18 19 years old but again you draft these college guys you don't expect them to come up for another couple of years a lot of them jump ship after their um, sophomore/ slash junior season you know and some guys wait it out and then just renounce their draft rights and go sign a la Tori Krug um, that guy who's the guy from the Rangers just signed the Bruins were heavily in on a couple of years ago that from Boston College if you guys name a lot of these guys, if they don't, especially if they don't want to play for some shit team, they'll just play out their whole college and then that's it. Then they become free agents after that. Yeah. That's a crap shoot. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah. We can okay, see good. those luscious locks.
2: I thought you were just, I thought you were just ignoring me though. Um, I just you wanted did to freeze up
1: for a second.
2: Okay. I just wanted to uh, touch on two uh, deals that went down. Um over the last couple of days in the NHL uh that relate to the Bruins in terms of should they have done this, could they have done this? So Seth Jones goes to Chicago on an eight-year deal, 76 million total. Um, is that something the Bruins should have been in on? Should they have spent the money on Seth Jones. That's less than do the math right, man. I don't know, less than 10 million
1: a year, uh, eight-year deal. What's Seth Jones? Like 28? Like, uh,
0: that's 9 million uh, bucks.
1: Yeah, it's like nine, nine one somewhere in that range. He's like I want to say he's like 25 or 26. Is he Popeye- that young? I thought
2: he was a little,
1: a little bit. It's somewhere in that range, too. 26 to 20. He's not super old. It's Popeye Jones' kid. I mean, Bruins probably should have been on him, but, I mean, it costs a lot to get him. You know, and that's a big, big number. I mean, and truthfully, if if I'm going to pay – a nine million dollars for a defenseman. i mean it's a guy that's already on our team right now and charlie mcavoy who's up i don't see spending 18 to 20 million dollars on two guys on your defense unless this cap really once the espn and, and tnt new you know hockey deal comes in it's gonna be a lot more money but at, at the same time that's a lot of money to, to be in on if you could have got him in that six to seven range six to eight range then yeah you want to do it but i mean if he's he's still a top Ten young defensemen in the league. I mean, you, you've seen it. You can get up there in the Norris Trophy voting and stuff. So I mean, yeah, it, it sucks. The Bruins don't, and they don't have the assets to make a move like this. And I, you know, I'm okay, kind of bridging the gap with a Kurt uh, Suter or or someone a Yandel like that. And just, you know, your money if you're on your defenses, you're gonna over, you're gonna overpay McAvoy or pay him market value. And I think he's going to be the better prospect or better long run player than, than um, Seth Jones is.
0: Wasn't Seth yeah. Jones in Columbus and didn't he like hate his coach or something? What, what was the reason why he wanted
1: out of Columbus? He was in Nashville at first. I think Nashville traded him over there to Columbus and yeah, then who's there, Tortorello or is he with the yeah, Jets? Tortorello, they got yeah. in a kind of fight and I don't think, um, I think he was, restricted or or something i don't remember exactly yeah, or they, sign, they but, but well I they traded was, yeah. his rights they traded it they, so it's weird the nhl you could trade the rights before free agency starts so it just gives you that little window to, to negotiate with the player yeah. so a lot of guys like get traded for fourth or fifth round picks and that gives you like an extra week or a couple days to kind of see if you can get in the contract and that's kind of basically what happened you know, and they just replaced Duncan Keith with uh, Seth Jones. I mean, you can't do much worse than that. And, but, again, $9, yeah. million, 9 million bucks for a guy like him. It's market value. And I, I'd rather pay McAvoy, who's up, if I'm not mistaken, after 2022. I believe you only have, like, three or four guys signed long-term after that. So, I mean, that's, a, that's some money that's going to be coming up. And you have $40 million after next season in, in cap space. Jeez. Yeah, Bruins are in good shape.
2: Yeah, McAvoy, I would expect McAvoy's uh, extension to come this year. Cause it's just, he's got it this year and next year.
1: I'd expect to see that. And, and, you got, that, and that if you get him for that deal, if you have him for an eight for 76, I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I think it's going to be market value for a guy that just finished top five in, in the um, Norris trophies, 22 t- going to be 22 this season. I mean, that's a guy you, you invest heavily on that eight to 10 year deal, you know, range yeah. Yeah. and we'll see, but the Bruins have a good track record. And, and it's shown the last four or five years, Don Sweeney, just, has magic getting these guys at hometown discounts. And, and he he knows the right guys to sign. It's not Peter Shirelli giving Chris Kelly three years and, and all these guys that he he's been signing his free agent signings kind of sucked, but you know, his, his, well, you uh, could hometown. say he's
2: uh, you could say he is like 50, 50 on the uh, trade deadline swings and pretty much, I mean, coils probably is only bad contract in terms of re-signs and we'll see where that goes. I still have hope for that one, but yeah, yeah me as well. Uh, you know, you look at your top, four, you look at your top line, and now add Taylor Hall, all at six, six and a half, and under. Uh, yeah, not bad, Sweeney, not bad at all. Um, expect those numbers to go up with guys like McVoy and Pasenak. We'll touch on that when it gets closer. Um, the last one I had, I don't want to go too, too deep in this, but uh, the Arizona dumped their some of their guys. They've been looking to do this for a year or so. Uh, Garland, to the who I liked, I thought he was would make a great Bruin, and um. I'm just going to say OEL because I always fuck up with his name. They were traded to Vancouver for the ninth overall pick. Arizona eating, uh, what was it, 12% of that salary on, on OEL. Yeah, over, been, over the last six years, yep. They've been trying to trade him for a year. Uh, I'm not even going to ask if the Bruins should be in this because the ninth overall pick for that, they were never going to come close. They were never going to be able to make that move. Um, I think it would have been a good move for him. Kind of fits both their needs. Um, you know, uh, but... Larson has been a little bit less of a player as of lately. Uh,
1: I guess it's a good one to, to, to let pass by as my point on that. Yeah, I agree too. I mean, we you know we've been talking since the trade deadline about Garland. We thought he'd be a good addition i think he signed for like five and a half million with vancouver as a restricted free agent too but you know we did talk about taking some shitty contracts back to get players that they wanted with the amount of cap space but this is one i'm okay with passing up arizona wanted to get back in the top 10 They are they had their first round draft pick stripped this year for some scouting combine va- violation so they would have slotted in right there at number 11 so they lost their pick and then it, again it's a whole total rebuild there garland would have been a nice fit but
0: how many times I'm, you going to rebuild I'm, I'm, in Arizona, though? I mean, they just keep rebuilding. Shit doesn't work. They just keep rebuilding. They get these superstars, just like their baseball team. It's terrible. That's why this city, your loser city, Bill, should not have any professional sports teams. They should just move everyone else.
2: That city blows. I know I missed Friday's show, and I didn't talk about the NBA finals. Let me just do that, my piece in the NBA finals. First of all, I fucking love Giannis. If you don't like Giannis at this point, you're a communist. That guy's awesome. He deserves all the praise he's about to get. Um, I still don't, he's probably not the best player. He's probably still lacking some of his game, but I take him over everybody in the NFL in the NBA right now. He's awesome. That was fun to watch. Also, Suns and Phoenix people, trash. Trash bag city, trash bag fans. Dude. Chris Chris Paul's a trash bag player. All those fucking people, they shit the bed. Devin Booker looked like it was way over his head. DeAndre Ayton, he looks like fuck what did i call him in the email now forget he's got the dumb face he's got the biggest dumb face i've ever fucking seen he was missing layups. he was airballing layups like they just were way over their head and uh yeah watching watching those arizona phoenix fucking fans and their visors and (laughs) counting money dude the guy counting the
1: hundreds in the stands go fuck yourself such douchebags such douchebags yeah. Um, okay, sorry, that was my
2: NBA uh, point. I'm sure you guys, I know you guys touched on the on Friday.
1: But yeah, Giannis uh, crying on the bench after he, like, the slow-mo of him crying on the bench. It's like, all right.
0: That, dude, no, 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 no. The best Giannis thing was when he went to Chick-fil-A and said, 50 I, don't, I don't want 51 nuggets. I don't want 49 nuggets. I want 50 nuggets. And now he's trying to get sponsored by Chick-fil-A. He wants nuggets for life. Love that guy.
1: I mean, he of course, you do it at he- McDonald's three days a week.
0: Well, that's why I love him. He's gonna get him for free. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he may turn heel real quick if he loses his humbleness and goes cocky. But right now, the little cockiness is really funny. Obviously, the, you know what's getting a lot of press the uh, the press conference he did immediately after the finals, basically calling out LeBron and KD and the rest of the NBA making super teams. Uh, we didn't have to thought that was the NBA, the landscape of the NBA. Does it help Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown moving forward? Probably not. Here's the only caveat I'll give you. If Giannis continues to be dominant for two or three years, then I would give it a chance. I would give it a chance for guys like Trey Young, uh, John Morant, maybe even Luca, although he's a little bit of a diva, but certainly Trey Young and John Morant. Those guys look like they have the attitude and the skill to be like, fuck super teams. They want to beat you myself. Yeah. You know, I mean we'll look at Trey. Uh, unfortunately, same. Jason Tatum is not that guy, but maybe yeah. Jalen Brown is. Maybe yeah. Jalen Brown is. Maybe you can yeah. convince Tatum to just like you no, know, we can out. do it together. Yeah, yeah, the two of us can
1: do it together. We just gotta get
2: this bitch ass Marcus Smart out of here and we'll be good.
1: Yeah, yeah and, and Trey Young can definitely do it. He just went to the Eastern Conference Finals with Atlanta. I mean by himself. By himself. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean he had some nice pieces around him, but but no superstars, the- yeah. like you're saying,
0: those nope. no, no superstars. It was basically Trey Young's team that we called them the Trey Young Hawks because that's how it was. He was by himself.
1: But again, they just, you know, Milwaukee did it like Golden State did it. They drafted. Middleton was drafted there. Um, Giannis was drafted there. And then they started adding the p- the pieces around them through trades. But they, they're, a lot of their guys was, you know, drafted by the teams. You know, and it's good on Giannis. I, I hate these super teams bullshit. I've been against it for a very, very long time. It's boring for the NBA. And now you small. Not only the super team, but he stayed in a small market and won a championship. He dropped – three 40 point games since game two and 50 points in the fucking closeout game was probably one of the best performances in a clinching game that the NBA has ever seen besides yeah. like the fifties or whatever, some fucking stupid shit, but that 50 points, no, he, 15 rebounds, five blocks. He money.
2: single-handedly won that game. Chris Middleton couldn't, couldn't shoot. I mean, he had some big buckets late, but he was having a bad shooting night. Uh, Drew holiday looked like Marcus smart. He was having a terrible game, um, but you know, good on defense, blah, blah, blah. And just to, uh, combat your point a little bit bill there the rest of the roster other than Middleton and Giannis were are actually not drafted so they they built that team around their two guys that they drafted but they you know the the, the trick is here is you keep your superstars and they don't bolt out of your shitty city to a Miami or LA as Boston fans, that's what we're looking for. If you blow out the entire roster and bring in free agents around Tatum and Brown, that's going to be considered a hometown-grown uh, team that won. Same thing with uh, Golden State. Seth, you know, those those three guys are what they drafted, everybody else, they
1: basically brought in as free agents to, to make the team work. So, well, Harrison uh, Barnes in the early years, too. He was there. They drafted him. You got
2: the first one, yeah with yeah. him yeah. so yeah i mean i think that's you know certainly you know, i would like to see Giannis be the model i think everybody would i don't know if the nba would the ratings were shit but oh my um, god dude
1: the world series i blame that on phoenix phoenix did you, i blame that on Phoenix. the phoenix world show. series last year had more fucking ratings than the nba finals did this year those finals are plummeting oh we have a clock now where well, the well, fuck did this come from
0: because i sent it that's why
2: oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i probably should you can just it's You can just sign into our simple minds and yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, That's fine. Clocks are good. We only have a couple more things to touch on. Did you guys um, get into the NFL COVID rules that broke on Friday? Uh, Friday I
1: think not really. I don't think we touched on it. All right, We we did
2: Thursday show, so we did not have it for Friday. Right. Sorry. Um, uh, So the NFL has basically uh, by all accounts mandated that their players get vaccinated. Uh, The rule is going to be if there's a COVID outbreak, for through unvaccinated players that that team and that and you're not and the team is not able to play that game will be forfeited you will lose and everybody involved loses a game check <laughs> everybody involved loses a game check no one gets paid well now <laughs> there will and... be no they may <laughs> the, the wording on this is awesome there will be no and under no circumstances will there be a week 19 we, you will. There will be no rescheduling of games. Nothing. If it comes through unvaccinated, if the, the the contact tracing is from unvaccinated players, everybody loses your fucking money and you lose that game in playoff standings. That's the rule. Doesn't matter. That's what the NFL is saying right now.
1: Yeah, and I mean, if you think about fringe roster guys that aren't vaccinated, you know, costing your team wins or you know what i mean like you're gone you're you're gone i mean again like i i don't have it but if my work told me i had to have it i'd go and do it like they just get like it's one of those things you do it or lose your job well you the, best, do it.
0: the best part is, is this is a union so there's no thing they can do about it if the union says hey you gotta go get it done you're part of a union you gotta go get it done so well, these guys are all fucked
1: yeah, and you're hearing the coaches, like coaches, you know, all the, what the tier one guys in, in the organizations are mandated to get it. They have to get it. You just saw Cole Popovich for the Patriots. He's done. He he left, and then the oh, whole, uh, the, like whole I, line, I, the whole line the whole line coach from Minnesota didn't get his COVID shot, so he's gone. You might start seeing a little more coaches trickle through. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the NFL has to crack down. You know, you saw what happened last year with you know Tuesday. Wednesday games. They played games basically every night of the week last year because of fucking, which I liked, which it was okay. But, but the I mean, the game sucked though. Yeah. I mean,
2: oh, yeah. like it was, look, it was okay for one year. The chaos was okay for one year and everyone put up with it because we were in, we were literally in the pandemic. Um, so, You know, say what you want about what's going to happen with COVID come the fall. You know, a lot of people think that we're going to move back into more of a shutdown kind of uh, state. Um, So maybe that'll affect the NFL more than they think. However, I think that they're going into this thinking that full stadiums are, are happening. Season is back to normal. We are we are the NFL again. We're not doing this wild crazy shit. <laughs> Games are 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 playing when they're scheduled, and we're not moving that. So if if you're gonna, so our players, you you're our employees. Here's what you have to do to make that happen. And, the, and one one. Uh, not happy with this is newly signed uh patriot linebacker matthew Judon. my back yeah you're back but you're very bad so hold on
1: my back if,
0: bill go ahead what do you think about all this
1: no again you, you kind of have to do it you know again if like you look at hospital in houston they just fired what 500 nurses because they refused it i mean again if they mandate it just go and get it done and again i don't have mine it is what it is i'll eventually get mine but they haven't mandated it for me and my work if they said you need to get it and to keep a job then yeah i'm gonna go fucking do it
0: hey bill for simple mind sports you need to go get it <laughs> to, until i get a paycheck from you cunts <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, touche you haven't managed well. You, you did tell us the size of the paycheck. We're working on it. Do um, you have me? Can you hear me? I can hear uh-huh. you. You were okay. just
0: you were just pulling a bad Wi-Fi connection, so we just muted you real quick.
2: Uh, sorry. The only thing I was going to say about the uh, the Patriots and uh, you know they they lost the Popovich guy, but also Matthew Judon, who was a big signing for them. Five minutes after the announcement of COVID, tweeted the NFL Players uh, sorry, Association players association fucking sucks. So those were his, uh, exact words. We'll see. We'll see how
1: that is managed. Deandre Hopkins threatened Foxborough. retirement,
2: deleted what? the tweet.
1: He, he threatened retirement because what of f- this shit. I'm sorry, but you're a
2: fucking asshole man. Like what? I, I don't want to get into the weeds of the COVID uh, shot and the politics, but like to your point, Bill, you get like, you're getting paid millions of dollars. If you go ask 99% of the people in the world, get the COVID shot and take DeAndre Hopkins salary. Everybody's fucking taking it. Yep. Just don't be asked. I would have
1: did it yesterday <laughs> for, the, for his fucking contract.
2: Jesus, whatever complications come down the road in 40 years from this shot, you could pay yourself out of it. Don't worry about it. What Just doesn't make sense the though, shot.
0: the NFL players are getting pissed about this. You're going to have long-term effects of CTE. Like go get go get a
2: fucking shot,
0: <laughs> you fucking idiots.
2: How much how much money have you spent at GMC putting bullshit into your body so your oh, yeah. muscles pop more you fuckbags? Just take the fucking thing and get out there on Sunday. Stop screwing up our goddamn game. For yeah. the love of god. Stop screwing Away up my Sundays. My Ray might like Wednesday afternoon football, but I like Sunday. All right, I love Just give me give me one day to eat a thousand chicken wings, a thousand beers, and watch
1: all the football. Matthew Giordano, sorry, sorry if that affects Well, you. I'll tell you though that what that Patriots game at like five o'clock on a Monday. Ooh, Ooh give me that mint. all day. Mint, love that. <laughs> <laughs> they canceled that though, didn't they? Uh-uh. Didn't that get moved as well? Wasn't that the Kansas City game they played at like five o'clock on a Monday?
2: I thought that that got moved too. So or this a Tuesday. This is why, this is why we Tuesday. can't let this happen anymore. It yeah, a it was Tuesday. A Tuesday. Um, okay, well we'll, well, we'll do more on the uh, Patriots training camp next week when we're uh, in our normal situations. Um, but just quickly in this, in this subject, Tom Brady comments, right? I know you wanted to touch on these um, in his interview with the bumbling uh, Gray said compared to, Brady compared himself to Wayne Gretzky and Michael Jordan in the same sentence. You had some thoughts.
0: Oh, my thoughts are basically tying into COVID, you know how people are anti-vaxxers and vaxxers. Well, this same situation happens with Tom Brady. This guy is unsufferable douchebag now. This is the greatest ring he's ever had. It's better usually he says the next one's my favorite ring, but this one he said this is my favorite ring to have. He's throwing shade at the Patriots. Basically, it's the
1: sweetest ring he's ever made, wasn't it?
0: Something gay like that, whatever. But yes, basically he said that this was nine forty. <laughs> The best, best ring he's ever had. I just can't stand him anymore. If you're a Tampa Bay and Patriots fan, fuck you. You're dead to me. Uh, this guy is unsufferable. I can understand why the whole nation hated him. I hate him now. He's dead to me. Fuck this guy. Fuck Tampa Bay. Fuck Tampa Tom.
2: Fuck it all. He's a scorned lover. This is the sweetest ring that was. That's Robert Kraft's line. This is the sweetest one of them all. He's a scorned lover. He he's is absolutely throwing shade at the Patriots. He's acting like a seventeen-year-old little twat. Um, yeah. Uh, it, what it's, a it's, cunt. He is a cunt. Yeah. Way to, way to sum it up, though. Uh, and it's not even... It, he's not even doing it very cool anymore. No. You know, it's blatant. So it's, 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 like,
1: it's blatant. Like, all yeah. the shit that he's came out, it said since, like, the Super Bowl. When, who was that interview on the barbershop where he's talking about all that fucking, like, this is what I... You know, I don't mean anything I say in the media. It's all bullshit, blah, blah, blah. I know I'm going to fuck this guy. He sucks. Fuck him. I'm done. I'm done with Brady. I'm done with him. I hope he fucking... Yeah drowns in, in the lake or ocean in Tampa. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it's all self-serving, too. It's all to push him till
2: he's, to play until he's 45. Uh, uh, and on that. Um, this has been the Supermind Sports Show. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Ray. Your girl uh, got her face punched in again. Yeah, have any she, thoughts on Paige Van Zandt?
0: Yeah, I'm going to go sign up for a, uh private website, and that's all I need to know about Paige Van Zandt. We gave you Support- permission. Use, the, use yeah. the show. Yeah, I'm going to put yep, it on company credit you card. Company credit card, baby.